Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of the Wild Gravity Travel Cast. My name is Jim, and we're recording the episode on Monday, May 6th, 2019. Again, episode 16. Coming in a day late, uh, I had a chance to do the Flying Pig Full Marathon yesterday, so that, of course, left me kind of drained. 26 miles will do that to you. So uh, here we are a day late, but we got a, a nice little treat in this week's episode uh, after the news segment. Uh, we're going to have Justin from Snapshots Made Yesterday. Uh, kind of new to the blogging scene, but definitely really friendly, definitely really interactive. Uh, you may have seen us interact with him a few times on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, he's going to be along. He actually had a chance to go to the Wildwood Grove preview. I believe today was preview day one. So he had a chance to go there. Of course, we'll be there Friday for media day, Friday morning for that at Dollywood. But he was there today, and um, he got a good look at everything, and I'm sure he'll have some great insights on what we can expect on Friday. So we can't wait to talk to him about that after the break. So breaking into the news first, uh, Steel Vengeance is reportedly has metal detectors now as well. Uh, we all saw this coming. We saw the writing on the wall when the news came out of King's Dominion about their metal detectors. Now, these aren't really kind of universal level, uh, I'll say Nazi style metal detectors. It's not you can't. It's not that you can't wait in line with stuff in your pockets the way Universal makes you do. It's more of they just want to see what's in your pockets and then make sure stuff can fit in the pouches that are now on board Steel Vengeance as well. And they are zip pouches. This is uh, just news coming out of the Friends and Family Day this past weekend at Cedar Point. And of course, Cedar Point opens this Saturday for regular season operation. Uh, next up on the news, we have vertical construction. We've seen vertical supports from several sites. Uh, pick your poison on who you choose to follow on that one. Uh, but Tron, the Tron coaster at Magic Kingdom is now vertical with what appears to be station supports under my best guess. Um, Kings Island is continuing to clear land. They've kind of just tidied up the land. We've put out another update this past weekend, despite the fact there wasn't a whole lot to look at. They definitely cleared up the Firehawk site more. There's more fanboys creating concepts of what the Giga Coaster could look like and more ideas. They are fun to look at. I'll admit that. Um, they're just getting, they're getting outlandish in some of the layouts and that. Uh, but there are a couple of good fans out there, you know, putting in their wishes for what kind of coaster we get. Just, just a reminder, check out our YouTube page. Make sure to subscribe over there. We're putting out video updates almost weekly at this point until it gets really boring. If it gets really boring, I might take a week or two off. Um, but other than that, yeah, Kings Island's doing good. They're moving along. And finally in the news, uh, of course, we just mentioned it at the beginning of the show, uh, Wildwood Grove is open for preview time. And, of course, we'll be down there Friday, as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, for a weekend of fun in the Pigeon Forge, Sevierville, Gatlinburg area. So it'll definitely be fun to be down there. Always love checking out the area, seeing what there is to see. Um in the Smoky Mountains, definitely one of my favorite areas to travel to. If you've never been to the Pigeon Forge Gatlinburg area, Dollywood or not, um, it's just a great area to check out. Tons of uh, dinner shows, kind of tourist traps in places, but 
there's a lot of fun mini golf there too if you like mini golf um, overall. So, and want to give one more shout out to the Flying Pig Marathon, everybody who volunteered and participated in that. For those who participated in the half, the full, the 10K, the 5K, the one-mile run of Friday night here in Cincinnati, uh, great job. Congratulations on your finish. Um, and to the volunteers, I know there was thousands upon thousands of those as well from schools and churches and so on. Uh, thanks for volunteering. Thanks for coming out. It was definitely one of the more fun races to be in. There was a couple boring miles on the course, but overall it was right on par with Disney level minus the characters, of course, but it was right on par with Disney for the excitement and the fan support. Uh, definitely right, right alongside Disney on that. So great course. If you're a marathoner, half marathoner, or you're in the area during flying pig weekend, which is usually the first weekend in May, uh, definitely check out the races. I can't say enough good things about them other than the hills are kind of tough on you if you train on the flatlands of Florida like I used to. So that's all we got in the news. Again, we'll have Justin coming up from Snapshots Made yesterday right after the break. Stay tuned. All right, everybody, welcome back. And as promised before the break, I am joined from joined by uh, Justin, who is from Snapshots Made Yesterday. He's a first-timer on the podcast, but a recent f uh, developing fan, I guess, of our site and everything. And we're a recent fan of his as well, just now discovering him and his site. Um, and he had a chance to check out wildwood grove preview day one correct and this was the first yeah. the preview yep today was the first day and i was uh in the first group that went in for the preview today and actually me and my family were one of the first 15 people to actually step foot inside the land <laughs> oh wow so yeah. The first thing I have to ask because these are obviously preview days and I've seen my fair share in the Florida parks is it complete? Is it done? Is the tree done? Is everything look less muddy than it did for me in March? Oh, yeah. The pictures you had from March. Oh, my gosh. And we were here over the uh, first week of April just passing by, you know, and rode the, the train. And things were still somewhat muddy. But actually being in the land, it's still under construction. I know, I mean, time crunch has been been laid down heavy. Um, but there's some obvious under construction. First thing right out of the gate, um, the restaurant that's going to be there, the Till and Harvest, which is on your right as you come in. Right. It's still being it's still being painted. They're still doing the landscaping. They still have a wall up there. Otherwise, for the most part, everything's open. Everything's ready. The tree is up. It's still got some uh, if you look. I mean, you have to look really close to it and tell where they're still kind of tweaking and nitpicking it at some of it. But otherwise, it's ready. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's that's understandable. The rides have all pretty much been there. I, I know you noticed, probably seen in our update, too, that uh, um, the rides were pretty much the first thing installed. I mean, we had track work complete on Dragonflyer Coaster last oh, man. fall, yeah. you know, like... 
I remember yeah. Coaster 101, and everybody was sharing those pictures in the fall, September, October, I think it was. Right. Yeah, because they, uh, they had all the track uh, loaded in. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, first week of October, the track was just there, mm-hmm. just waiting. So, Because yeah. I remember uh was down there, and we seen most of those other rides there are um, – those are Zamperlas, and you just seen those like shipping containers from Italy, and there's like <laughs> seven of them lined up. And I remember seeing those in other project pictures from construction times, you know, like when Kings Island had its big makeover and got massive Zamperla rides. They just come in containers and they unload them and put them together. So, right. Yeah. That's the, believe it or not, this is one of the few times the ride is the easiest part of the, of the project. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's definitely the the rest of it was evidently a whole other undertaking. Uh, yeah, that that they were running. Uh, they're, I mean, they're going to make opening. It's obviously, you know, the, everything's already been said. Did they need another week? Would that made have maybe have helped them feel more comfortable? That's possible. Right. But I think they're going to be they'll be fine because. These preview days are almost a saving grace for them because they get, you know, today they were doing three, three different groups. They had the first one, then they had a second one, and then the third one ended, I think, at 5.30. And then, of course, they're closed tomorrow. But they get to try all that stuff with small amounts of people, right? try to get the kinks out, and they have three days of that before the actual – well, and you're going to be here Friday for media day – Right, you and know, then grand really, opening is in the afternoon. So right, I mean, it's it really it is going to work in their benefit. I think more so than, you know, I mean, every every place kind of does a soft opening anyway, but it's really going to help them out in the long run. Ag- agreed, and being a former ride op in several places for several different openings of rides, um, in the past. Uh, that's definitely one of the one of the things. I'm sure the ride ops appreciate that they get to play test and adjust. Uh, oh with yes, the rides and learn like how long a queue is going to be with this many people in it. So, well, since we're on the subject of rides, I'll transition right to that. You got a chance to ride the Dragon Flyer coaster, obviously. Yes, and I know we have many enthusiasts, many of enthusiasts that listen to the podcast and follow the site. So what's your take? We know it's a family coaster, but in my opinion, it looks like one of the more exciting ones. It's, it is definitely an exciting one. It is the ver- it's a smaller version of Wild Eagle. I mean, that's really what it, what it felt like and reminded me of. Extremely smooth. I'd even go as far as to say it's smoother than Wild Eagle, and that's probably just because it has no loops. Right. But, and it's fast. I mean, it's like what it's under a minute, I think, is what it is. I don't know how long, it, but it's short. But it I mean, it moves in such a way left and right. I, I mean, and you don't get a break. It's the, the whole time mm-hmm. once you drop is is taking off and you can't really you know, it's not one of those where you get up there and go, oh, I'm going to ride around and look around and see the land. And, oh, I can see this. No, you can't see anything. Because you're enjoying everything, you know, the ride itself. It's a, yeah. it's, it's really a spectacular ride. Um, it's got an excellent drop, which surprised me. I mean, I've seen, you know, you've been there when they're, they've put everything up. 
right. and you can see how far up it's going, but it's totally different when you're riding it. Yeah. And that whole feeling of there's your feet are hanging. Now, the different, the big difference between that and Wild Eagle is that Wild Eagle has the shoulder harness and all of that that you hold on to. This is basically just a lap bar that mm-hmm. just comes down, holds you into the seat, and that's it. And it's free for all the rest of the way. And that's thrilling because you're almost really encouraged to keep those hands in the air and enjoy the ride. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I'd say one of the things that stood out to me about uh, the Dragonflyer coaster is that overbank turn as well. I believe it's towards the beginning. It it kind of reminds you of like a smaller version of Thunderhead's big fan turn, if you oh, will. Oh, man. Yes. And, uh, I mean, it's it's going to be a good family coaster, and they've been good at adding family uh, rides to that park, which is good. I mean, you had a couple big coasters there in the park recently. Um, so take us through, did you get to do, because I know we've got a couple – Random fans in Florida that love the looks of Black Bear Jamboree. Did you get a chance to do that? Were they running that today? The Black Bear Jamboree is the most interesting uh, little ride. I I mean, yeah, it's just this. <laughs> I mean, it's well, and I was kind of distracted because they were doing the commercial filming there, too. Um and because, of course, I guess they call it the Black Bear Trail. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. riding on the back. But it's the it may as well be a jamboree. But <laughs> th- now I've never ridden anything like that. And um, you talk about you talk I about believe it's at Darien Lake is where it's kind of a counterpart is. It's called Moose on the Loose. Oh, okay. and you ride this like moose on the similar track. Um, and then Legoland actually has one. Legoland Florida has one, and I couldn't tell you what it's called because they only let kids ride that one. And <laughs> that that one it that and only like regular like real kids, not kids like us. But right, um, <laughs> right. Um, that one is like in the it's in the like medieval knights area, so it's like kind of themed like a jousting thing where like two kind of come towards each other and then turn sideways. Um, now, but yeah, now that would be cool. There's definitely uh there's like a little cult following for Moose on the Loose and this this Black Bear ride has kind of been the latest excitement amongst the like little small cult following that likes it uh and we'll give a shout out to the site uh Andrew he's with uh Andrew Hyde he mostly covers for like In the Loop if you've ever heard of them uh, mm-hmm. yeah. they uh he he loves Moose on the Loose he's as like a really <laughs> he'll even admit sometimes it's an unhealthy obsession with the ride so <laughs> Well, so. he's going to be in for a treat this time. Now, I I was down here, and all of us, we rode at my son. He's going to be two years old, so he rode with my wife the first time around. And he just loved it. Had a, <laughs> had a blast the whole time. And it's, you know, you almost get on it as an adult, and you go, well, what am I going to do with this? But you can't help but have fun. Yeah, I mean, you're riding on the back of this bear. That's not just, you know, it's not just the straight line where you, okay, well, this is fine. Uh, no, I mean, it's bouncing as if it's running or walking down through this trail. And it goes, it's a really cute little track that it's on that in a year, 
is going to be beautiful because once everything is grown and is blooming, it's going to turn into this really cool out in the woods track that you end up riding on that's kind of hidden from everything and you won't be able to see the current you know the corners and the curves it it's it's a really cute ride i mean i don't care to admit that i really enjoyed it (laughs) yeah um so i guess take us through some of the other rides just take us through some of of your highlights i know we have the the swinging ship, and I know, like, I messed up the name on the Black Bear ride. It's been so hard to keep up with these names. There's just throwing so many things at us. Treetop Tower is another one that kind of was a big highlight for me. It just looks really fun, and like you said, once that side of that hill grows in and all of the brush grows in, I think it's going to be a really fun ride uh, to check out the park from up there, too. Yes. Now, I did not do that. My my wife did it with, with our son, went up there. And said the view is great, yeah. Because um, you just go up. I mean, it's one of the taller parts of that entire area, other than being on top of uh, Mystery Mine. Right. You know, it's 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 pretty tall. And I know I had sent you the uh, a clip back in April when they were testing the treetop towers. Correct. And so yeah. now it's actually being able to be up there and see it because it's the first ride that you come up on when you enter and it's on your left there. So at first, I mean, they hit you right off with a, a kid friendly ride, which is excellent. And which is followed closely by restrooms and probably because they have the, the um, swinging. Oh my gosh. I forgot the name of it there. Uh, uh, sick, sycamore swing. Yeah. They've got, <laughs> You know, that's right there. And I'm not a big person on any of those type rides. (laughs) I did see your post earlier today on that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I wrote it because I got to be one of the first people to ride it. I was going to do my duty, but I was thankful. I thought, man, if I needed at least the restrooms right next door. (laughs) Right. I didn't have to go very far. But and then then you kind of go around and they there's the, you know, the black bear trail is over to the right. Um, now they had the whole area where the where the tree is, and the little splash pad. They had that blocked off, uh, at least for the first um, opening, because they were doing commercial right. filming down in there. They had had all the people, and I tried, but they. I guess I wasn't cute enough so to be able to go <laughs> down in there. But you know, that's we'll leave that to the professionals. Um, and then there's the. There's one, I, I, you'll have to forgive me for the names, but they've got a little, uh, and you ride on the back of a frog. It's around the corner there. And that one's really cute. I mean, it just goes around in a circle. It's just like in the kid area, the kitty area there in Dollywood with the bees and yeah. the ducks and the pigs. I mean, it's like, it's the same thing. Right. But they, but they do hop. As they're going around in this circle, yeah. <laughs> they're doing this little hop. And the delight of the kids is the best thing. I mean, oh, it's just yeah, that it's one great is, to watch. It's so fun. I We've got a couple uh, friends of the site as well. Like, they've been friends for a long time with us. And they have some younger kids, like four or five years old. And there's a ride here at Kings Island, too. It's called the Space Buggies. And, I mean, they... 
absolute joy. Like, they will ride that over and over again the way I want to ride Beast over and over again. That's their Beast, you know, so. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, the rides are all looking really good, really solid. Another good family collection. So I want to talk about one more thing, and I'm not sure what parks you all have been to. Um, but, and, and ask me to explain it if you don't understand, what is the reveal entering the land like? Like, so you go up the hill, like, yep. what is that reveal like when you enter that land? Do you feel like you've sort of left Dollywood or you think it needs more growing up with the brush to do to feel like you're kind of escaping normal Dollywood for Wildwood Grove? Right. Well, and like Walt Disney would say, you've got to have the weenie. You've got to have it. Um, well, when you go in, you're kind of you go in through um, like the middle of a tree. It's it's the hollowed out tree area. Right. So you come up and the first thing you'll see is the Wildwood Grove sign, which is beautiful. It's just this picturesque. It's got the sky in the background and you hear it. Uh, the music in the land changes everything. It is when you come in to the land on this weekend, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. It's perfect. And that totally because when we were waiting in line, we could hear the mis, you know, mystery mind music playing over here. And I was like, well, that's going to be interesting. But <laughs> once once we crossed in, it was a total immersive land. And I the the sidewalks are huge. I mean, there's just there's plenty of space for everybody. And then you kind of come around that corner there after the uh, the treetop tower and there it is. It's the Wildwood Grove tree. You can see it in the distance. It's just right there. And it's the centerpiece of the entire land, but that if they didn't have the music uh you know of that area land it would not feel that way. It is it's just perfect. It is completely immersive in a different place and the coloring and the i mean the even the landscape even though it hasn't completely grown in it just pulls you in and they did a they did an excellent job they really did an excellent job with the land awesome well that's great i mean i'm glad you guys really enjoyed it as a family and everything and i think honestly that's what that's what dollywood wants to see is they want to see that kind of deliver back to uh the families. Absolutely, yes. So, I will give you a closing fun question, as I like to do when I'm doing interviews with people. So, we've got a lot of land, at least as far as I've seen, left over in the back half. Yes. We've seen several reports, I'm not sure if you followed along with it, uh, on Screamscape and otherwise, of surveys being done for multiple different styles of rides and ideas for the area from a dark ride shooter um like an interactive dark ride to roller coasters so what do you i mean just think about don't think about like what you think they're going to do what would you like to see as like a wildwood grove phase two if you will well and i i'll touch on it as well because i i really believe they're going to do something when you get in there and you see the especially if they have those back gates open they had them open to start with. You can see it looks like it's another half mile of land oh, that they it have is. back there. It's uh, it's at least another 55 acres by my estimation on the aerial map. 
Yeah. And, you know, and you take the train around it when you're riding it so you can see all of it behind there. They're going to do something with it. And I don't know when. I hope it's relatively soon. But I hope it's a really I love the family rides because I want, you know, it's something that I can enjoy with my my son. But I want something just something that's along the lines of the thrill of mystery mine and lightning rod that i mean just that absolutely i'm going to die when i ride this but i'm (laughs) gonna ride it every time i'm here because first time riding mystery mine i if you don't faint you're lucky because it's just it's (laughs) the first time out of the gate it's pretty impressive and of course lightning rod just peels the skin off your face so i want that you know i want something that's got the mix and like you said i don't know if it's is it does it need to be the dark ride? I just I like the thrill of a roller coaster. Right. So Honest- something just really I mean and and they have it because Dollywood keeps getting those those big rides. Yeah. That the record breaking rides. So I think with this land, they'll they'll eventually get to something that'll go, well, we're gonna surprise the parents. So while the kids are over here doing this. We're going to scare them to death, you know. Right. That kind of deal. Now, the other thing, too, I would say, and that's nothing against your roller coaster thing, because a coaster, as a coaster enthusiast, believe me, you tell me I'm getting two credits at Do- two new credits at Dollywood in three years, and yes, I'm counting Dragonfly as a credit, of course. Um, <laughs> you know, two new credits in, in three years or four years, absolutely give it to me. From a business side perspective, honestly, I think – my personal opinion is I, I would lean dark ride because that still gives you that does give you a thrill. It's not like you said, like you're going to die type of roller coaster thrill, but it does round out their collection. I mean, we have yes. a lot of regional parks up here fail to see the benefits of that dark ride, especially, you know, Dollywood and all the Midwestern parks um, had a pretty rainy season last year. Oh, yeah. And an indoor interactive dark ride goes a long way to eating the people, as we like to say in the ride-op business, and it stays open through all the weather. So I think they could find something cool to theme uh, a a shoot or two. Gently theme it, of course, but uh, still still make it exciting, you know, like a Men in Black or... (laughs) Right. They have all that land. Who's to say they can't do both? That's true. (laughs) That's true. Somebody you know, said. They... Somebody actually said to me, "What about an RMC single rail, like one of those, like Wonder Woman that we've seen, and there then and put a dark ride next to it? That would be kind of a unique idea too. So, and those and those single rails have a shorter height requirement too. So, like your your middle aged family members can still ride that. So that would still be a family esque coaster, right? So, yes. and Dollywood's really big. On families. I mean, they they know that's where everything is. If they don't appeal to that crowd, they're done. Oh, yeah. And Dollywood's been the the regional park that is, I I call it the double F strike. It's the families and festivals. That's all they all they want to do. You know, and then they, they throw in the roller coasters to keep people like us coming back. And, uh, you know, every once in a while. So. Well, it's the better it's the better version of Epcot. <laughs> it's just you know you get because you get all the festivals which you can get at Epcot, 
but you 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 get away from the drunks, which <laughs> happens true. at Epcot, and then you get thrill rides that Epcot doesn't necessarily have. So it's really a breath of fresh air if you you know if you like Epcot, which I like Epcot, but my gosh, the way Dollywood does it, man, I'll take right. that every day. Right. Yeah. And I mean, at least Dollywood is still developing original concepts and not being taken over by IPs, but that's another day's conversation. <laughs> that's a um, whole other hour of talking, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, um, thanks for joining us. Again, uh, definitely want to have you back on the show anytime you take a fun trip. Definitely give me a shout-out uh, on Twitter or whatever, and uh, we'll share your stuff and be sure to get you on for more interviews. Uh, you're definitely fun to have on the show for sure. So well, It's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Um, go ahead and tell us where we can find you on all of the lovely social networks. Well, of course, uh, I'm Justin and my website is snapshotsmadeyesterday.com. You can also find me on Twitter at snapshotsmade. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at snapshotsmadeyesterday. It's all pretty much exactly the same That's um, good. <laughs> yep find me on there awesome and once again i am jim from wildgravitytravels.com we'll have this upcoming week of course as we talked about we will have coverage of wildwood groves media day this friday uh sunday for all of our followers i'm hoping to get out an update number four on king's island as we continue our fully comprehensive coverage of that we're going on already going on 50 pictures of the construction site and concepts we've got some new uh patented names or copyrighted trademark names to touch on for the king's island project coming up so be sure to follow our site wildgravitytravels.com go ahead and give us a subscribe on youtube we are close to a thousand as of this recording i hope we can break it by the end of this week Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great week ahead.